Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 13 seconds to go in the overtime. 22 to 19 San Francisco. McKinnon is in at running back. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown! Kansas City! McCall Hardman! McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side! A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime. Kansas City wins the game. 25-22. Not one, not two, but three championships for the Kansas City Chiefs. All under the helm of Patrick Mahomes. Don't forget the one they won under the uh, cigarette-smoking Len Dawson back in 1970. <laughs> they got one in 70 as well. Yeah. Scraby, have you seen the release of uh, the new Super Bowl logo? For next year? Yeah, for next year. For next year? Yeah. No, I have not. There's, uh, there's, there's a, there's a picture of it going around. Is it aqua looks, colored? Lo- looks lime green and Chiefs colors. So we have a uh, Seahawks-Chiefs. Oh my Super goodness, Bowl next no. year, based on you know your Disgusting. your theory that the Super Bowl colors Is go it, to. Oh, I see. Okay, no, I mean it's purple and green. Oh, that's not the one I'm seeing. It's, I'm seeing this one. Hmm. Purple and green. You guys are be... seeing two different ones. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, purple and green is not red. Yeah, well, that purple and green so would Vikings be, could be Baltimore Jets. No, could way. be Baltimore. Nonetheless. Ravens-Eagles? Uh, Ravens-Eagles? No. Well, no, I'm over this theory now. Okay, well, anyway, you should be. Uh, well, it's ridiculous that the 49ers are favored, and I'm not – Scraby is going to take that personally. You can't favor anybody other than the Chiefs They've won point. literally back-to-back years. What are, you, what are you, nuts? Takes no sense. None. I but, think but the again, reason they're doing but that – But, again, that is the people who are who are already bidding on this, who are already putting bets down. They believe – for some reason, that the Niners are the team to beat next Yeah, year. well, that's the same people that picked the Niners to win the game yesterday because they have a better team. You know what? They might. They don't. <laughs> they don't have Patrick Mahomes. They ultimately. don't. Yeah, I mean, it was the same thing that people used to say, again, against about the Bulls. The Bulls wouldn't be that great if they didn't have Michael Jordan. Well, but they, they had do. him. Yes, they do. They had him. Yeah. I think the reason that they are favoring the 49ers because there's a lot of questions with contracts in Chiefs land, but the 49ers are largely going to go unchanged. There are no fans that know any of the problems with the contracts in Chiefs <laughs> land. Well, they that's why I'm saying that the 49ers ended up being there. I'm not saying that they should or should not be. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, uh, that dynasty may just be getting rolling. Meanwhile, 
The Padres uh, are starting to get set for spring training. The first game is the 22nd. Uh, next, not this Thursday coming up. Ten the, days. The Countdown's Thursday. going on, yes. Tony. And it's against the Dodgers. You'll get the Dodgers on back-to-back days, uh-huh. uh, followed by the Brewers-Cubs. It's a short spring training this year for the Pods, obviously. Yes. Is 97.3 the fan, the home of the Padres, carrying the spring training opener? I don't know if we did that last year or not. Can't remember. I feel like we did do the opener last we year. do the spring opener usually. We've got to hear it is. We got to hear the we got to hear the dulcet tones of Jesse Agler and Tony Gwynn Jr. I don't disagree with we you. We miss those guys. I don't disagree. Yeah, I'm looking to see what time is the game. Do you know twelve ten? Twelve ten their time. On, oh, so it's eleven ten here. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, Wait, what? Yes. Yes. Is it yes or no? Is it yes. yes or no? You're right. Um, it, it, and it's on a weekday. Yes, it is. It's on a Thursday. I don't know. Well, let me ask Adam and see what he says. Sorry, one ten their time. Twelve, 12 ten. 10 okay. Our gonna, time. I'm going to text Adam right now and see if he knows. All right. Yeah, meanwhile, well, he while should know. You... If he doesn't know, nobody's going to know. <laughs> right. This <laughs> is pretty much his decision. Uh, <laughs> while you text Adam, maybe we should get to the Daily Gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Oh, by the way, I'm so happy I remember this. Did you guys get triggered by the Daily Gambit music that happened during the Super Bowl last night? I did not. This was playing last night in one of their go-to-commercial breaks, and I was like, I feel like I need to say this is The Daily Gambit, your daily sports break segment. I, like I missed dog. that. So did I. It was Pavlov's dog moment right there. Uh, anyway, we made some Super Bowl bets. We shall review them right now. Before and... we get to it, did you know that the last touchdown switched everything for Vegas? Oh, over and under? And... Yeah. They went over the total with the touchdown, 47. The total was 46 and a half. The spread. And the spread obviously went in the Chiefs' favor on that last touchdown. So that last play turned 49er and under winners into Chiefs and over winners. And I guess the uh, sports books took a bath because mm. most people had the over, and more people had the Chiefs. I'm so. not mad at the uh, sports book taking yes, a bath. Yes, I don't think Me they're going to be hurting they'll too be badly. Right. Yeah, they'll be, they'll rebound. they'll bounce back. Well. Yes, they will. They, they sure will. Yeah. Uh, all right, so here is the or here are the bets that we made last week. The first touchdown score of the game, no passing touchdowns, would be Christian McCaffrey was the answer. You guys chose Mahomes, and I chose Ayuk. Wrong there. First, Casey Drivers. Well, I was very pumped up, and I tweeted at you guys because you both picked a touchdown for the first Kansas City drive that they actually forced a punt, so I win that one. First, SF Drive. We all said punt. It actually was a turnover because of Chris McCaffrey. Gatorade color. Chris purple. called yeah, it. Yeah. Purple. Uh, Patrick Mahomes passing yards over under 261.5. Tony was the only one under 333. That Slightly extra, over. That extra... Fifth or seven and a half minute drive really helps him with his passing yard over. Brock Purdy over under two forty five and a half. I was the only over two fifty five in the game. He made uh, it. He did. He did. 
Rasheed Rice. What did you think of the way he played, Scraby? We haven't heard your thoughts on Brock Purdy yet. I thought he played good. I thought he, I thought he didn't make any mistakes. I thought he went for it when he needed to. I, I didn't. I don't have any issues with his play yesterday at all. I know there are a lot of people crushing him for he shouldn't for be what? he shouldn't be crushed for for like uh, some of the batted ball batted balls. He can't do that. And about that. the one that was over the top to Debo late in the game. That one. Chris Jones was right in his face. He had to let go of the ball, and it was just a little too. Chris high. Jones he's, was in his face on a lot of passes. He's, yes, he's yes, he just not the other guy on the other side. That's really what that's it was. The only that's the thing only you could say bad about him. He's if not passing ball. That's bad. it. I think fine. He played good. I think any quarterback gets beat by Pac Mahomes yesterday. But yes, he he showed up in a Super Bowl. Yes, he did. The one thing I would have liked to see him do more was run a little bit more because there were some times when he could have just run up the middle and he didn't. And he tried to find someone down the field. I think the biggest person that needs to take some blame in this whole thing is George Kittle. Two catches for four yards. He was kidding. Then he hurt his shoulder. That was late. That, that, that was really. I, but I, that was I, after he should have caught some passes, Tony. But that Come was on. the thing, though. He made a he made a play early in the game, and, heard, and, and, maybe. and he he was really slow to get up, and you could see him grimacing. I think I did, he was I, hurt. I do before that. he actually came out, and he and did was, catch a very important fourth and three that I thought Kyle Shanahan was insane for going for it on that fourth and three with regulation, but it, it worked out for him. So yeah. uh, Brock Purdy, he'll be back. He's going to win a Super Bowl. He's going to win a Super Bowl, everybody. Rasheed Rice, over over under 67.5 receiving yards in the game. Uh, Chris and I went over. Tony went under. He was under 39 yards. Debo Samuel, another guy who didn't really show up yesterday, over under 57.5 receiving yards. We said, all of us said over. He had 33, so he was under. Travis Kelsey, you guys said over. seven. I said under 93 yards was the... Uh, the answer to that one, he had 92 of those 93 yards in the second half alone. Yes, he did. I really thought when he was running down the sideline in he the was, fourth quarter, I thought he was going to score, and then I was really going to believe he, a script. He inflicted pain on my man, though. Yeah, going he, down he that gave up, he, he risked he, his life to stop Travis Kelsey. To stop Travis Kelsey. I, I don't remember who that is, but I stand was with him. Was it Brown? It may have been Brown. It was his whole left, right side he could not feel. Yeah. Yeah. Completely limp. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's the part of the game we don't think about watching it is how much violence there is on these collisions. And the thing about and how that, much these guys got to be willing to that, give up. That's 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 the thing right there yeah. because there's a whole lot of time in between the time he's running to hit him and he actually yes. hits. I he mean, Kelsey had a full head full, of steam, right? So, and he knows he's like, I'm going in here. I'm, I'm laying get it hurt. out. <laughs> I'm going to get hurt right now. Because I mean, yeah. you think about it. Most of us. In that same amount of time, would have made the decision. I'm not doing this. Oh, he can't. De- Deion Sanders would have made a business decision and said, "Game over." <laughs> Here's the he, end zone. He could never not give it his all because then he's Cam Newton I mean, looking at the fumble on the I ground mean, for the rest it, of the it, it would have been. It wouldn't even have been close to Cam Newton if he would have let oh, Kelsey just run into the end zone and if he would have been crushed. Oh my god, he would have yeah. been crushed. Yeah. I know. Um, I know personally. I'm just saying. I would have thought about it. I'm sure he did think about it. <laughs> do, I, do I really want to do this? Uh, I guess I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Uh, George Kittle, we said over under 47 and a half yards. He had four yards. Isaiah Pacheco over under 68 and a half rushing yards. We said over. He had 59 rushing yards. Christian McCaffrey over under 88 and a half rushing yards. He had or two of or 
Chris and I said over. Tony said under. Had 80 rushing it's yards. Good thing I didn't actually bet on any of this stuff. <laughs> well, the game ended score gummy. It did not. Ten, so uh, that was a no. NFL or the Super Bowl MVP. None of us picked the right one. It was it was uh, Patrick Mahomes. And then the final two minutes, none of us got it right either. SF was not behind in the final two minutes. Um, ten total points was not scored in the final two minutes. And the 49ers were not behind again. So there you go. Tony wins those. I didn't really do a breakdown, but Tony just won by the eye test. Sounds like Tony won. I, it sounds like I didn't win any except the purple Gatorade. <laughs> well, that's a big one, actually. Is that a big one? You know what we like should the hardest do one to get. Is we should now like put ten dollars in each just to calculate because that would be a big. What was the odds? What were the odds on that one? Uh, plus two twenty five. That's pretty no, good though. No, purple was favored. Yeah, purple plus was the choice. Oh, was the choice. Yeah, yeah, purple yeah. was the choice. I went with the favorite there. I you wonder. win. You I see win. the problem with that is the head clubhouse guy could see what the odds are and decide he wants to, no, to, to do that. Man, you gotta like, be careful with that one. That's a t- like you can well, read that. Reba McIntyre could bet on the national anthem exactly. going over and decide to stretch <laughs> oh, it out a little could. bit and make another million bucks. There was a controversy good. on that because she said home or the land of the free and the home of the brave. She said home of the brave. I had to reset oh, it twice. Myself. She said it twice, and so casinos said that the timing officially stopped once she said the. First second. home of the brave. The second home of the brave doesn't matter because the song is over after the first what? home of no, the brave. No, I thought it was the other way around. No, well, that's what I saw. Like, because people were freaking out, saying she said it twice. <laughs> and the sports book that I, at least I was seeing were saying that it's the first home of the brave. Huh. Uh, let me look it up that, again. But she could still stretch it out. Uh, right. Duke minus seven home to your school, Wake Forest. Tonight, Scraby, as we kick off the uh, Monday night betting. <laughs> the Demon Deacons. Your Duke. Demon Deacons. Well, you want to go first? You want the Deeks plus seven? Deeks plus seven. Or Duke at home. I'm going to take Duke at home. Duke at home. By the way, the uh, rankings came out today. Not good for the Mountain West. That. Not good. Not a single Mountain West team is ranked. We took it on the chin this it's week. It's like the best conference in the nation, yet not one team is deemed good enough to be in the top 25. Also the point. most penalized Conference yeah. in the Patrick nation, Mahomes like. is doing an interview on TV right now, and he looks like he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he looks about the same as he looked last year at this time. <laughs> he looks like right. he's he about did to do be it. asleep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. They take him down to Disney World, of course, and he doesn't get Why sleep. do they have to do it the day after the Super Bowl? Can't you have like a nice outing like a month from now? Dude, they, they flew in a private jet. They'll, no, I'm fine, saying, right? I, I know. He I can know. get there. He'll, he'll, get, he'll, he'll, he'll make it. Look at his eyebrows. He's trying so hard to stay awake <laughs> right now. He could easily fall asleep in the middle yeah. of the interview Brock right now. Brock Purdy should have such problems. Yes, yeah, true. no kidding. Uh, Duke for Scraby. Duke for me, minus seven. Duke, I haven't heard much on Wake Forest this Duke year. for me as well. All right, Texas Tech is home to Kansas. Texas Tech's favored by three and a half. Even though Kansas is the more highly ranked squad. We talked about these teams having to go on the road. Yes. Uh, It seems like the odds makers are figuring it out. Because normally you'd think Kansas would be favored in this game. I'll take Kansas. I'll go against myself this time. Tony? I'm getting points, so I'll take Kansas. Yeah, give me Kansas, too. Kansas? Scraby? I've been on Kansas way too many times. Give me Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Guns up for you. Uh, USC women. 11 and a half at home over Arizona. Juju Watkins. Juju Watkins, who scored the 51 against Stanford earlier. She is the uh, second story in women's college basketball after Caitlin Clark. Caitlin went for the record yesterday, got 31 points going into the fourth quarter, needed eight more. Zero. Did not score in the fourth quarter. 
After the game, I don't know if you saw the controversy there. No, I did. More the controversy? Ne- there was. They brought the Nebraska team in for post-game interviews. And I guess Big Ten rules stipulate that the visitor's supposed to go first. The Iowa coach was heard off camera screaming that this is not Big Ten protocol. This is beep, beep. And was upset and said they had to catch a plane and was very furious at the uh, fact that Nebraska went first for the postgame. Anyway, when Where it was Iowa's say bleep, turn, bleep, was that chicken bleep? Yeah, more something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then when it was or Iowa's bull turn, jive. when it was Iowa, yes, bull jive. When it was Iowa's <laughs> turn to go up, they had already left. Iowa just took off. Took so. off. Yeah, I mean, I, I would and, imagine, you know, I would imagine getting upset. Probably had a lot to do with yes. that irritation. Don't don't hold them totally responsible. Right, you no. lose a tough game, it, it's supposed to hurt a little yeah. bit. No, I can I understand. And that. She was upset. That's all. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Chris is first. I'll take Juju Smith or Juju Watkins. By the way, I just need to say this because I thought it was exclusive to Cowboy fans only. After tough losses, you scrolling through Instagram. And, you know, after the Cowboys got beat, you saw TVs destroyed. Appar- oh, I saw 149. Apparently this too. is a, a, a contagious thing because I'm a seeing thing. it for 49er fans now, too. I think it's a setup thing. Meaning what? Meaning they're... Let's go buy a 49er jersey and make these... No, no, nothing like that. Oh, okay. uh, like, like, here's a viral video in the making. I'm going to smash my TV and then try to fight my friend. That's the one I saw yesterday. I mean, is it really worth it? How are you getting your TV back? Some of these people will... Some of these people love clout that much that they will do that. I don't know who this person was. I'm going to err on the ridiculousness of the 49er fan on this particular. Okay, you're going to say it was because they (laughs) cheered for the 49ers. Just Just like the Dallas Cowboy fans were doing it. You're seeing it across... Social media, 49er fans suplexing their TVs off of the, the mount and just destroying it. I don't know who you could suplex your TV for unless you just, <laughs> I mean, there was no bad call. There was no bad coaching decision. It was a great game. You lost. That's someone, Painful, that's someone not, who. Not worth throwing a TV away. That's someone who uh, doesn't know how to handle their emotions like me, guys. Yeah, right. You kept it under control. Yes, we as need to get that, moving, though. As that video showed on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I, I was. Someone commented saying I had jump off or drive off a cliff vibes on that video. You did. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking USC minus 11.5 women against Arizona. Tony. USC. USC. Me Scrabby, too. All USC. Clippers, 4.5 over Minnesota. Minnesota right now leads the Western Conference. Clippers, Oklahoma City, and Denver are all a half game behind. And the Clippers are home to Minnesota tonight, favored by four and a half. Scraby. I'm going to take Minnesota. Going to go with Minnesota there. I'll take the Clippers this time. Tony? I, too, will take Minnesota. Minnesota. Number one team in the West. All right, that's good for today. We're running a little late. I did check real quick. The national anthem time was 1 minute 28 seconds officially. Thank you, you Scraby. I'm glad you checked. Well, I said I would check it before the end of the second. And you did. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get to break. When we return, we'll check in down in Peoria. I'm working with Chris on the way. Here's some traffic. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Three twenty-five. we welcome you back to Gwyn and Chris. Scraby's getting along okay today, if you're wondering. He's in pretty good spirits every now and again. He just gets angry for no reason. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say for no reason. We know the reason. Yeah. But he gets angry basically at nothing. Just something catches his ire. I thought Travis Kelsey should have been ejected for the game when he bumped his own coach. Cause Stop it. Throw him out. Um, I am just enjoying what my guys did. I'm very proud of my team. What, lost? Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of them in a loss. Mm. Steve Spagnolo said that Brock Purdy was a great quarterback. According to Yahoo. Yeah, so. Yeah, guess what? Just wait till the Scravy show when I really melt down. You get the same thing that the Dolphins got, which is uh, here, have a nice parting gift on your way out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's some good news for all of you Padre fans out there. You'll love to hear this. L.A. Dodgers designated hitter Shohei Otani took on-field batting practice for the first time today in Glendale, Arizona. And he just bombed home runs continually. <laughs> oh, my God. Unbelievable. He did. That's the sad part. Are you kidding me with this? There's a video online of him just bombing home run after home run. So Otani said he was feeling uh, pretty good about things. I'm sure. So much for us hoping that maybe the, what is it, the shoulder that he's hurt? Or the Tommy, Tommy, the elbow, Tommy John. The Tommy John. Did it elbow? become French? Tommy, Tommy John. Tommy John. Yeah. <laughs> the Tommy John would affect his hitting, but. Not looking that way. Uh, Padres did sign an outfielder today. Jerickson Profar is back. So at long last, the Padres have a third outfielder on their 40-man roster, joining Jose Azokar and Fernando Tatis Jr. Profar was a, a key part of the Padres' NLCS team from two years ago and then rejoined the team late last year and seemed to do nice things. Pick you know, him up for just a million bucks. That yeah. part is really good. Yeah, you get him at a bargain. I think he made five last year, so 
Uh, you get them for four cheaper. That's a in, bargain. At a time that, you know, you're you're trying not to uh, overspend. And so you know what you're getting from Jerickson. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You get a dude who's going to be a, a good locker room guy. He is multidimensional in terms of where you can put him in the lineup. He plays multiple positions. So um, it's a good it's a good signing for the Padres. Does he – this is a silly question. Does he still switch hit? Because I don't remember the last time I've seen him bat right-handed. And I and I remember him when he came over originally, switch hitter. I'm pretty sure he still switches. I'm hits. pretty sure he does. I just don't think he gets too many at-bats against left-handed pitching. Yeah, I think he was predominantly with Puerto Podge last year when he came over here. He was only facing right-handers right. for the most part. Yeah, I, I can't remember the last time I've seen Profar bat from the right side of the plate. But um, anyway, Mike Schilt was asked about the Padres' Outfield situation as it stands now. I mean, that's why we're here, you know, to play the games. I mean, clearly Toddy's, you know, going to get out there and and, uh, and dominate. And, you know, Sugar's here. And you got Mercado and Johnson and, you know, of course, Marcy. And, and uh, you know, we talked about Jackson, you know, getting some time in the outfield as well. And, you know, of course, with Pro. And, um, you know, you've got a couple other guys that, you know, have a real opportunity in, in Mitchell. And, um, and, and so... You know, it's a good opportunity to get out there and go compete and, and go and go play. What will Jackson's Perez? Oh. Yeah. What will Jackson's positional plan be? Will it be like you said, outfield? Yeah, I mean, everywhere. primarily outfield. I mean, like I, when I went down and saw Fernando play, you know, I saw him play a little first base. I mean, Jackson's a, you know, he's a, like I say, he's a pro, so he can play left field, he can play right field. I mean, we've got a right fielder, so. Um, and he could get over at first base if, if need arose. So, you know, he can pinch hit. He can do a lot of different things. Takes a, takes a great at bat. So he's versatile and been on the situation. we got a lot of opportunity for him. It seems like there's a lot of opportunity for, for a lot of guys. Like there even, is. Even, if, even if you go out in the rotation and, and the outfield, like those guys will get a chance. Some of the young guys will get a chance to contribute, maybe make the roster. Like why is that so important to, to you guys to kind of leave that available to those guys who are kind of knocking on the door? It's completely available. I mean, it's a wide-open camp for um, the outfield, our starting pitching, um, for our bench. Um, so we've got a lot of um, a lot of good candidates for a lot of different spots. Guest appearance there by A.J. Casavell on that clip with uh, Mike Schilt. You're going to hear a lot of A.J. in this yes, we during will. these scrums. Yes, we will. He asks a lot of good questions. By the way, Profar did have 131 at-bats last year as a right-handed hitter. I just didn't see any of them. Yeah, I, I think they were, for the most part, all with... Colorado, Colorado probably, yeah. yeah. He hit 275 right-handed, hit 229 left-handed, had more home runs as a left-handed hitter. Anyway, Jerickson Profar back with the Padres. I think almost everybody universally is happy with that signing, and we'll see where it goes as uh, spring training gets underway shortly, and uh, Padres will play their first spring training game 10 days from today. We, uh, we're really proud of our guy, Charlie Hoffman. Yeah, we are. Yesterday. Took it to the playoff at the Waste Management Open in Phoenix. I just love the fact that he told us he was silly enough to believe he was going to win a tournament. And you know what? If you don't say that, you can't do it. This is why the people at this level talk the way they talk. Right. I mean, he was like, he's 47 years old. Had he won yesterday... I saw this. If he had if he won yesterday, he would have been the oldest to win a PGA event since Phil 
won the uh, PGA oh. tournament. I think he's uh, 47. 47. Yeah. Yeah. The only, I mean, Phil was what, 50 when he won the PGA yeah, I think so. championship? But Charlie Hoffman, Charlie Hoffman also was like 500 to 1 odds or something crazy like that. It would have been the highest payout for a, you know, tour winner in five or six years, something like that. That tournament really, uh, my my focus was all over the place in the beginning of the Super Bowl because I had the, the golf tournament on my phone and I had the Super Bowl on the big TV and I was cheering for Charlie and cheering for the 49ers. It was a lot. It was like fan overload. Charlie Hoffman went for it. He had a, what, a three-stroke lead late? He did. But and the, he did not falter. He did not. The other guy caught him. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah. Nick Taylor, Nick give Taylor. him credit. He birdied three of the last four holes. And then uh, beat Charlie on the second playoff hole. But nonetheless, a fantastic performance by Charlie Hoffman, Poway's own. And we will visit with him uh, and find out what he thought about the craziness that was going on at that Waste Management Open this weekend in Phoenix. That's next on Gwen and Chris. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. On the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. If you, like myself, love Mediterranean food. And try, me. Oh, that's right, Chris as well. Try Spiro. And me. Apparently, Scraby likes Mediterranean food now. Didn't know that. I've always <laughs> liked Mediterranean food. He wants to get in on Spiro. So I suggest you guys do the same. Try Spiro's for authentic Mediterranean cuisine. In Coronado or La Jolla for dining or takeout options, visit Spiro'sCuisine.com. Our guy, Charlie Hoffman. Coming off a 21 under waste management open. 21 under. 21 under. Come on, Charlie. And Save we, a couple of birdies for the rest of us. We were we were hip to this because he got off to a good start in round one. Now, he did that last tournament, and he did. I wouldn't say he faded. It just took the, the, it seemed like the leaderboard kind of left him behind. Yeah, he also had a, yeah. yeah. This, this week wasn't the case. He, he kept pace and was in it. Got to the playoff, unfortunately. Uh, what was the guy's name? Nick uh, Taylor. Nick Taylor. T- T- Nick Taylor. Yeah. Ends up uh, caught him, caught him, catching him, and uh, ends up winning that tournament. We'll have Charlie on here. Shortly. Charlie's been great this year. I mean, in San Diego, he was among the leaders, like you said, Tony. The first couple of days, then he had like just one bad hole. One bad hole. Yep. I, we yeah. watched him out we watched of it. it. Yeah, we did. We watched yeah. it. Yeah, he had one bad really, hole yeah, on the third round. I think it was, but. I mean, other than that, I mean, he's played great. Especially, really you know, and, and listen, his... he prepared us for that when he came on our show. He said, "I'm going to be in the hunt." And he said, "And listen, it, 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 I think for some, they may have considered it tongue in cheek, but he was very serious when he said, I think that something was along the lines, I'm old enough and dumb enough to think that I can compete with these that guys.' I can beat these guys. Yeah, and he uh, has held well, he to his word. He also said he was healthy. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. That's the big thing. Let's get Charlie on the line here right now. Charlie Hoffman." Joins us, Charlie. First of all, great, great tournament. We wish you could have seen you win it, but uh, you held true to your words. You said you were dumb enough to think you could uh, beat these young guys, and you certainly took it all the way to the end. Oh man, of my word! I guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I I, uh, I had the lead coming down the back nine, and I, I think I shot three or four under on the, on the back nine, and 
you know what? It just wasn't good enough. Well, I mean, when did you when did you start thinking to yourself, "Hey, I got a shot at this," or did you ever allow yourself to think that? Oh no, you you think about it. There's no question. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I saw my name creeping up there around around the turn uh, at the top of the leaderboard. I knew they had a few more holes to play, which in that scenario is probably better because there's some birdie holes out there. But as long as I kept making birdies, I, I felt good about it, and uh, I was able to keep the pressure on and. Uh, post a number obviously would I, I was I had in my mind I wanted to get the 22 didn't quite get there and uh you know what uh, Nick took advantage of the little crack door that was open and he uh he clutched up coming down the stretch birdie and I think three of the last four and then two playoff holes so I mean hats off to him no, no question Charlie the the one thing you spoke about the first time we we talked at the beginning of this season was your health you talked about finally feeling healthy how much has that played into really how well you've played through the last two tournaments? Yeah, no question. I, I've got a great team assembled in San Diego now. Uh, Dr. Peter McKay is my Cairo. Uh, Kaylee Franklin is my uh, P, or is my uh, trainer, and then Greg Rose is sort of my CEO at, at TPI. And uh, you know what? And a great and then uh, Mark Blackburn is my swing instructor, and they all talk together, and we we make sure I, I did the right process, made everything right uh, in the last six months or so to be ready for this year make sure I was ready uh, to play good golf. And uh, you know what? The plan has come to fruition. We don't we don't know how long that's going to last. Obviously, 47 years old and a bum back. But I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press the pedal down for uh, as long as I can, and hopefully the, the back hangs in there. Charlie, at what point through the process, as somebody who's been injured before and is goes has gone through some of this rehab stuff, there is a point where you start to feel like, you know what? I, I think I'm gonna be all right. I, I I think I can give this a go. At what point did that get to, or, or what point did you get to that 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 time? You know, being able to practice again. Like last year was like, all right, just being happy to be in the tournament and being able to play and play the tournament. But I wasn't really being able to put the reps in this off season. Being able to practice, put the reps in, do hit the balls, practice, chip, putt, do those things that make the elite the elite, and that. I was able to do that and prepare this off season, and uh, I knew I was in a good spot. But I mean, at 47 years old, and to be honest, you, don't, you sometimes wonder if you're ever going to compete at the highest level again uh, with the best in the world. And uh, I proved to myself this last week that I I, I can still hang. I, I I thought it before. I was just dumb enough to think it, but now I know. <laughs> well, we do too, man. Thanks for taking us on this ride. I mean, because you you told us like you know Tony said you told us early in the year that you were going to you know. Be in all these tournaments, you weren't you weren't going to be sitting out. You're going to be playing. You're feeling pretty good. I mean, we've been looking for you, and you know to see you see you right there on the final day. You said that you definitely thought about it, but how do you how do you kind of manage those thoughts when you're actually, you know, getting ready to play the last three or four holes, or even playing in in the playoff? I'm assuming you've got to focus on the job at hand, is you know, without try to keep that other stuff out of there a little bit. You know what? What's funny is. I felt so comfortable. I felt more comfortable Sunday coming down the stretch than some days, some weeks trying to make a cut. It's like I was meant to be there. That, that's where I was meant to be. It was in the lead and trying to win the golf tournament, and it was fun. I embraced it. My family and friends were out there supporting me, and uh, I just wanted to make my family proud out there, and I, I think I did, and uh, I gave it a good shot. And you know what? It, 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 I, I was free rolling. I'm 47 years old. No one expects me to win this tournament, and – you know what? I had a chance, and I and I thought I had it done. I thought I put post a number up there that would get it done. But like you said, I I couldn't control what Nick did, and Nick, Nick stepped up. Charlie Hoffman joins us, PGA Tour vet, 
finished second in the waist open management. You know, unfortunately, outside of, of the leaderboard, the other story uh, at West Management was, West, excuse me, at Waste Management was the crowd. It, it seemed to be a little more raucous than normally there. It, what was your take, you know, being on the on the ground floor there? You know what? I, on Saturday, which is traditionally the largest day out there, is I was, only on the front nine. So I didn't get to see the back nine where the, where all the hospitality was, is and all the, all the chaos is. So I, I didn't experience it. That being said, it rains so much. Normally, traditionally, you can walk around on the hills and do all that stuff. You couldn't do that. If you saw any video, you'd slip and fall on your butt. Mm. So everything was congested, the car pass and the walking areas, which made it somewhat hazardous to get in and out of the, in and out of the venue. Uh, I think they did a great job by limiting, limiting alcohol sales and limiting the patrons that came in, but you know what? It got to the point where it was tough. It was, it was unfore- unforeseen circumstances with the weather. And uh, I think they handled it great. I obviously got a little ruckus. Some players said some bad things, but I think if you pull them all, we embrace, embrace those fans. And uh, we know what we're getting ourselves into when we play the WM Phoenix open. So, uh, you know what? I, I think that the tournament, the tour will learn from those situations and uh, we'll be better because of it. And uh, I'm looking forward to another great, great event next year uh, in Phoenix. Anybody needs a loan, uh, I'm not going to say how much Charlie Hoffman earned for finishing second yesterday, but it was a lot of money. So congratulations for that, Charlie. And, you know, beating out Scheffler, beating out Spieth, beating out all these named guys. I mean, again, you know, you're kind of playing a little bit with house money. And to see you right up there, I mean, it just, I feel really proud of you. And you said, you know, your family was proud of you and you're proud of you. I mean, this is a great thing for you. I, I don't know that it's, you know, the all-timer. But to get this at 47, not a lot of guys get this chance. Yeah, you know what? Phil won a major at 50. Obviously, he's some, someone I looked up to. I mean, he's playing a different tour now. But, I mean, he's he's been inspirational for what I've done in my career. And, uh, you know what? If he can do it at 50, I can do it, too. Uh, you always want you want to always outdo those guys uh, that, that you're close to. And uh, he bring, he gives me a lot of inspiration. Uh, hopefully, I can, I'm competing as long as, as he has. And uh, hopefully, I can contend in majors until I'm 50 and change. Charlie, one of the things I caught on the broadcast is that they were talking about you being a part of the PGA Tour Policy Board and um, how much time that took, you know, of, of you, you know, your time in general. Would you say your golf game is in a better place because you have the time to actually work on it now? A combo. Obviously, I, I it's well documented that I've been hurt for the last few years, yeah. which gave me a little bit more time to, to focus on the policy board. But now that I was healthy uh, – definitely being able to work on my game and not be distracted by the phone calls, which I embrace, which I love being a part of. I, I would never uh, not want to be a part of that process, but you know what? I opted out. They asked me to come back and uh, do another year. And I, I said no, because I wanted to focus on golf. Because I did truly believe I had some good years in front of me and uh, I didn't want to be distracted with the policy board, even though there it's a crucial time in the, in the, for the PGA Tour and the, the future of it, but uh, I felt comfortable with who was in charge and who was leading us as, as the players, and uh, I was able to step down and step back and uh, focus on my golf game, and uh, um, I think I'm reaping the benefits now. Yeah, Charlie Hoffman's with us, coming off the big day yesterday, we big weekend in Phoenix, and uh, Scraby said this qualifies you now for the Genesis and at Riviera. And what's your schedule coming up, Charlie? I had to cancel that ski trip, it yeah, sounds that's like. That's right. I heard a ski trip <laughs> yeah. took, was was uh, was put on hold. Yeah, my, my ski trip was put on hold. I think the family's still going to go up the Mammoth and <laughs> enjoy some snow. And, uh, 
enjoy a good time, but you know what? I got to go back to work, but you know what? I love playing golf. I don't, I don't consider it work whatsoever. And it's, it's something I love to do and I love to compete. And uh, obviously playing in Tiger's event and uh, playing against the best in the world in a signature event is uh, what I try to do each and every year. And hopefully I can uh, make the home, home California fans uh, inspired this week and uh, obviously contend again. Well, Charlie, you certainly have inspired all of us this past week, and we certainly will be behind you once again when the, when the Genesis does take place. Congratulations on a good finish. Wish you could have won. We'll do it again soon. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me anytime. We'll talk again. Thanks, Charlie. Charlie Hoffman. Man, that, that was, was awesome. A, that was awesome. Yeah, that was sure. awesome. Too bad in a lot of ways it happened on the day of the Super Bowl. I think a lot of people kind of missed it. But, man, for him to come that close and to, to actually have it there – Nick Taylor pulled it out with three birdies on the last four As holes. As he said, he said just had three or four under there. In the, yeah, in the yeah, last. It was crazy. And, and then and then they both birdied the first playoff hole. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like Charlie was you know giving way. Yeah, I mean, no. he birdied and the guy matched him. I, I was, and then the last hole, I guess Charlie came up a little short. He did. He and did. Nick Taylor birdied that one. So yeah, it that's wasn't like Charlie won. had a bad second playoff no. hole at all. I think he par- ended up parring it. And yeah. So, but like I was, I was thinking about this about my golf game. Like, I wish I was there and say, you know what? I get three birdies. I'm going to be in the playoff and then go out there and get three birdies. I don't understand how these guys do it. I don't know how they do it. It's crazy. I don't know. Minus 21. Like I said, save a birdie for the rest of us. That's a lot of birdies. (laughs) What is it in Willy Wonka? Save some room for later. For later, what a game for, what a day for Charlie Hoffman. I don't remember that line. I I didn't say how much. I think it was a Gustus Gloop. Yeah, I don't remember that either. I'm trying to move past that. <laughs> okay. All right. I didn't want to say how much Charlie won and embarrass him, but you're about to tell us anyway. Million bucks. <laughs> oh man, that's nice. Second place finish. Second place finish. Not bad. Not shabby at all. Very Not good. At all. All right. So he gets in the Genesis. What's his? I didn't ask him the whole schedule. Great. Does he get the Masters or no? Not uh, with a second place. First place, he would have been in yeah, there, right? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, first place, you get free exemption into a lot. Um, yeah. But I don't know that he gets Masters. I think if he places high, he, what he did get was a lot of FedEx Cup points, and those are worth spots, too. So he could place in the top 25 a couple more times a season and maybe qualify for the field. But this this definitely helped him a ton. Oh, yeah. I mean, 47. He's playing for all of us out there, is the way I look at it. I know there's a lot of you young people who listen to the show, but... His a lot driver, of us old guys out here, we, we're proud of guys like Charlie. His driver yesterday was was so good. Like, he would just stand up there, and he would just swing he easy. Just and whacking that bad boy. Crush it down the fairway. Yeah, he played really well yesterday. Uh, it was like 300 to 1 odds or something to win it. Amazing. Should have made a bet. <laughs> well, you would have lost. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately. True. <laughs> true. <laughs> we <got> a, <laughs> you would not have won. <laughs> we got a few minutes. It probably uh, behooves us to, to finally talk a little bit about the Aztecs oh, losing yes. that game over yeah. the weekend. Yeah, it was, watch that game Friday night. Ah. Yeah. Overtime. You know what? I don't think... Yeah, they didn't execute the way they would. They, they normally did, did down the they stretch. Did. They, they didn't did. get good shots. You know, I mean, uh, Trammell was trying to make it happen. But uh, Nevada played pretty good defense. Didn't really give them anything. They had a chance to win on the you know the, I think the second to last possession of regulation, the last possession of regulation. Of course, Nevada tied the game on a really I hate to say lucky play. I mean the Essex knocked the ball away, bounced off a foot right to the guy, lays it in. And then if he didn't make, he missed the free thrower. They would have won. It was just a, right it, there. But it just the Essex didn't get their good shots they normally get. 
you know, down the stretch. They it didn't was play a, it great. It was a struggle for both teams in that first half. This, it was. No one could really no, make anything. No, the score anything. was like 15 yeah, to 10 it or was, something. It was, it was not great basketball the first half. And yeah. It's been a while since I've, I've said that about an Aztec game. But uh, they, didn't, they certainly didn't play their best. And as we talked about a little earlier, wasn't good for uh, the Mountain West in general for the top 25. Everybody yeah, fell out. wiped out of the rankings. Yeah. Now none of them are ranked. And there, it's still a possibility for six of them to go to the NCAA tournament, which is crazy. Because on one side, you're telling me this is one of the best conferences in, 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 in the sport. On the other side, you're telling me none of them are good enough to be ranked. Best conferences in sport, but not they're not good enough none to be in the top 25. None of them are good 25. enough to be in the top 25. I, it's weird. You know, when Ziegler was on, he said he doesn't know that any of these teams, they're going to all get in the tournament. He doesn't know how many of them can win in the tournament. I don't know. I think they're pretty good teams. Nevada looked good. That Blackshear's a really good player. Uh, he's a one-on-one threat. And the Aztecs just didn't get the kind of good looks that they normally get at the end of the game. So, And they'd won so many overtime games in a row. They were due to lose one. But they got to get right back to it because they got Colorado State tomorrow night. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not going to be. Uh, doesn't get any easier. We talked about this. You got this road game, and then you got these next two home games. You got to cash these in. Let's check some traffic before we get to break. From the ninety-seven-three, the Fan Traffic Center. Here's Kelly Danik. Traffic is sponsored by Valvoline Instant Draft Through Oil Change, a fifteen-minute instant draft through oil change. Just a couple things going on here. Northbound 163 near the 8. Watch out for a mattress reported in middle lanes. In Spring Valley, got a surface street accident involving several vehicles, including a motorcycle. This is Hamishaw Road, the 8700 block, just east of the 125. Not showing if lanes are blocked, but just watch out for the activity there. Babylon Instant Oil Change is your drive-through oil change. It only takes 15 minutes, and you don't have to get out of your car with all the rain lately. Babylon is also offering replacement viper blades. For directions and discounts, go to SoCalOilChange.com. SoCalOilChange.com. And Kelly Danik with Wynn and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. By the way, uh, the standings in the Mountain West Conference, did you see that? Tony, they, they jumbled up more. They are crazy. <laughs> Utah State is eight and three, and then the next six teams all have four losses. So you wow. could conceivably the Aztecs, you know, have a couple of these games slip away here, and they could. I mean, you never know. I mean, Colorado State, you've got New Mexico coming in, then you go to Utah State, you could end up finishing in seventh place in this league. You know, and still getting into the NCAA tournament? That's Scraby crazy. River, you wanted to call the game two games ago a must-win for the Aztecs? Yeah, and they're still must-winning. <laughs> I guess that one could have been a must-win then. No, they're all must-win. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you – it doesn't – yeah, it must-win. Must uh, the Kirk Cousins curse continues. Oh, it does. If you've lost to Kirk Cousins during the regular oh, season – Oh, you can't win the Super Bowl? You're not allowed to win the Super Bowl. Oh, Ask yeah. the 49ers. They know. <laughs> yes, we know. <laughs> more Gwyn and Chris on the other side. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 